Welcome to Sunny Side Up, B2B podcast produced by Demand Matrix. I'm Mithul Shah, and it's my pleasure to be a host for the day. Hello, and welcome to Sunny Side Up. My name is Mithul Shah. I'm the founder and CEO of Demand Matrix. In today's podcast, we have Masha Finkelstein from Google. She's joining us to discuss everything from ABM and all the things that goes underneath that. Masha currently leads a growth marketing team at Google Chrome Enterprise. And she's here to share with us her expertise when it comes to designing, implementing, optimizing ABM campaigns, you know, a lot of the marketing strategy and techniques. Marsha, welcome to Sunnyside Up. Thanks, Mithu. Nice to be here. We are lucky to have you. Can you tell a little bit about yourself, what your typical day looks like, and uh, what you do at Google Chrome Enterprise? You know, before as we were talking um, before this podcast, I myself didn't know about Google Chrome Enterprise. Yeah, you know, it's funny. People hear about Chrome browser. I bet you're familiar with that one. Yes, I But not many people know that there's the enterprise version for businesses of the browser, and we have an operating system, Chrome OS, and we have Chrome devices that support the OS and the browser, which, by the way, can be installed on other devices, not just Chrome as well. As for my day-to-day, I am responsible for paid marketing campaigns to promote Chrome Enterprise. And we are very focused on raising awareness of those products and making sure we close this gap between the familiarity of the consumer version of Chrome and the Chrome Enterprise suite of products. Very interesting. So this is taking the Chrome client version or what people are used to or what they understand and taking it more on the enterprise side and how you can use Chrome OS you know, in the enterprise segment. Right. It's basically unlocking business capabilities of Chrome browser and Chrome OS and devices to support IT and actually free IT up to do other fun things because it's very secure. There's central management and IT console, admin console, and it's a pretty powerful product. I'm slightly biased when I say that. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So as a marketing expert, as an ABM camp, you know, expert, I mean, we hear so much about ABM in the market. There's so much you know, buzz about it. There's so much FUD about it. There's so many different techniques and techniques. And is ABM getting old? Is it oversold? What are your thoughts about like future of ABM? Yeah, well, I'm sure you've heard of Sangram's uh, from Terminus recent book, ABM is B2B. But I believe in that trend. I think ABM is not getting old. I think it's becoming the way to do B2B marketing. And I believe ABM principles can be applied in all kinds of campaigns, whether you're targeting small, medium, or large businesses, actually. So what you told me while we were having conversation that you are using ABM for SMB, targeting really small customers, and what at least, you know, my experience and what I've heard, you know, from other customers, ABM tends to be more for mid to large size accounts because you have to really select few accounts. You have to be very personalized with it. But you guys are doing it ABM for SMB market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check out my talk I gave at B2B Marketing Exchange this year. It was exactly about that if you want to get into more detail. But I think that it's even more important to be very precise in targeting when you go after SMBs because there's just so many of them. There's over 30 million of them, as far as I remember, from last year in the U.S. In this scenario, like in the case of Google or some of the large companies where you have 
it's not about how many accounts you have. You have too many accounts, mm-hmm. right? And you are essentially really paring it down and selecting it. What's an exercise like? I mean, how do you go about doing that? Yeah, so there are multiple ways to go about it. And when I'm talking about SMBs and ABM, I think of segments of accounts in the same way that I think of specific accounts for enterprises. So for SMB, the trick is to really pare down on specific segments rather than individual companies and then approach those segments in the way that you would approach large enterprise accounts. There could be many ways you do that. I really believe in predictive scoring and using intent data. I think predictive scoring is more for firmographic and like your overall list, the universe of potential accounts or segments of accounts to go after, while intent data helps you be more relevant to them as they're searching for your relevant topics in real time. So as you kind of mentioned that intent data and firmographics, technographics, and, and so forth, this is something, you know, what we see on, on a daily basis, because as, as this is, you know, one of the business we are in, but uh, in this data-driven world, when you talk about some of these data, this data starts becoming sparse or many times, you know, also unavailable or not available. Mm-hmm. When you get into the SMB space, right? So have you guys figured out the right way to get all the necessary attributes and insights to be able to select the right SMBs to target? You know, you're right. Data, especially in the SMB space, is a challenge. We have our own creative ways around how we go about figuring out who to target. That Some of them I can't really share with you, but a lot of them have to do with research, surveys, qualitative metrics and and surveys and conversations. And those things are becoming increasingly hard to do at scale, unfortunately. But I feel like there are some tools that are popping up to help with that too. So are you seeing more teams and companies capitalizing on this technographics and intent data for the ABM campaigns? Yeah, I think if you're not capitalizing on that type of data, you're missing out. Interesting. So I think now the question comes about the ROI, right? That you have figured out who to target in the mm-hmm. SMB segments. You have figured out, you know, different ways to collect data. And now you're ready to target them. But the major challenge becomes with a lot of these campaigns and a lot of these uh, tools and technologies is our, you know, ROI. Mm-hmm. So how do you measure and figure out the ROI from your ABM campaigns for SMB market? Yep. Um, Similarly to any size companies, it's all about tracking, making sure you have good marketing attribution tools and technologies and reporting in place. It's not an easy task, and I can't tell you exactly the types of tools we use here at Google, but I can tell you what tools I like for for doing that, if if that helps. Sure. No, I think that would be very helpful for our, our audience. Yeah, so there's a bunch out there that do a pretty good job with marketing and attribution tracking, but the key to having successful tracking is making sure your leads are mapped to your accounts and your CRM. So one of my favorites is Lean Data, for example. They do a great job with that, and they also have some pre-canned reports that show all the um, opportunity marketing influence all throughout the funnel. I'm right. sure Evan would love you. Oh, yeah. I think Evan already loves me. (laughs) But other tools out there, Visible, Bright Funnel, similar to those, uh, have great reporting. 
and I like that Bright Funnel is now partnered with Terminus and LinkedIn. And actually, you know, this is a trend, and I'm sure I'm I'm kind of ahead of your next question is the trend in in the space. But I think it's a trend that we're going to see more and more marketing technology tools such as actually yours, where you're more of a platform rather than a point solution, because we have a lot of tools out there. Over 7,000, I think, was the last number. Make it 8,000. Um, oh, it's already 8,000. Okay, great. Yeah, <laughs> see, I'm, I'm behind now. <laughs> yeah, but I think the trend is going to be that we're, we will start seeing more converging, more partnerships, more acquisitions in the space. Because, you know, being a marketer, I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to this, but I have probably a third of my week dedicated to various agency and vendor calls to check in how we're doing, to look at reporting, to see what has launched, what hasn't, and for all kinds of trainings and workshops. And with 8,000 now marketing technology vendors, it's a little bit hard to manage when you have a point solution for everything. So Definitely, you're on the right track with being more of a platform. Yeah, I know, absolutely. And as you mentioned consolidation, that's quite evident, right? I think mm -hmm. Radius got acquired by Cabbage. Yep. The last week, I think Mintigo got acquired by Anaplan. So I think there's a huge amount of consolidation that's already happening in this industry. And I think it's, it's kind of expected. Yeah, agreed. As you kind of rightly mentioned, that making sure that you have the best tools for your best channels, but you also want to focus on what's the right thing to do and right right area to kind of go after. But you kind of touched on that, that, you know, there's this trend of consolidation, you know, essentially happening in this particular direction. But as a marketer, as a performance marketer, when you kind of reflect back on it, when you think about it, are there certain tools or the stacks or a platform that you feel that that enables you on a daily basis to which, you know, what you're trying to achieve? Yeah. Again, I don't think I can tell you exactly the platforms and tools I currently use for confidentiality reasons, mm -hmm. but I can tell you the ones I've used in the past and, and the ones I like. Yeah, I mean, anything you can, you can help our audience or our, our listeners to at least point them in the right direction. So the way I think about technology is it's meant to support our goal as a marketer to surface solutions to our potential customers for their pain points when they're experiencing the pain points. And it has to be done in a way that they understand and can relate with. So stories on different channels where they're hanging out, served at the right moment in time when they're ready to consume the content. So for top of the funnel, awareness play, um, account targeted ads on all channels with ideally view through conversion tracking because not many people do that yet. And for a display specifically, people see ads and they might not click the ad, right? But they might start Googling what this product is that they've just seen. And then they come to your website and you see that it's an organic hit, but actually they had some impressions from display. So you're saying you can do view through, you know, tracking that, you know, when an ad was you know, shown and if they came to the site, you can do the attribution to that, that this audience came because of the impression? Some technologies can do that. I know that Adderall has that. I think Terminus has that for display portion. And I don't remember if LinkedIn started doing that yet, but if not, I'm sure they're working on it for paid ads. That's interesting. 
Yeah, but not many do. And that's a challenge because how else do you measure top of the funnel display campaign performance? Even exactly. with account targeting. And yeah, you can do things like brand awareness surveys before and after the campaign runs. But ideally, it would be something like view through conversion tracking. Right. And then as the prospect moves through the funnel and, and starts considering your product, then content experience becomes more important. And there are tools out there like Path Factory and Uberflip that do the backend for you where they create tracks where people come and, and view relevant content and it's all there for them when they're ready to consume it. I like those types of technologies as well. Further in the funnel, as they move into your email database, email personalization and scaled nurture tracks, and there's multitude of technologies to help with that with dynamic content that's personalized for the for the viewer making sure the email is integrated with everything else they're experiencing for example if you're doing direct mail which by the way is another trend i think that's on the rise to send out in the crowd of digital marketing <laughs> activities everything has to be integrated and served at the right time in the right place to the prospect how can you do personalization at scale, right? Because that's something, mm -hmm. you know, we talk about to our customers and something we have kind of discussed. But when you try to do personalization at scale, that becomes very difficult. It is a challenge indeed. And with larger organizations, it's slightly easier with your top tier accounts. But with SMBs, it's more about personalizing to your segments once you know them well enough. And there are technologies for that as well. So Marketo has a personalization suite and Optimizely has some personalization capabilities, but it has to play well with everything else you're doing too. Ideally, it would be a seamless experience across all channels. So for example, somebody comes to LinkedIn and sees your ad, which has their job title in it. Then they go to the website, which suits or shows their industry case studies or examples from their industry which when they get the email from you afterwards, it's all tied to the previous two ads they've seen and follows up with a direct mail piece that hits on whatever their biggest pain point is and how you could potentially help them solve it. In this situation or campaign, how many general like touch points would this ABM campaign have or, or you guys have worked on or something that you experienced which was successful or you say, you know, it has to have this many touch points? I think it varies a lot depending on the org size and the size of the buying committee. For SMBs, the buying committee is under 15 people and SMBs could be different sizes too. It could be one person and that's the challenge. For enterprises, it could go up to hundreds of people involved in the deal. So depending on the size of the buying committee and the size of the org, the number of touch points doesn't matter as much as hitting all the right people with the right type of content because the content will vary for the decision maker versus the influencer versus different type of an influencer from a different part of the org, for example, right? So there's no perfect recipe to say, oh, you know, it will take 15 marketing touch points. But on average, I would say it's in dozens to hundreds of marketing touch points if you count ads. Very interesting. Any successful ABM campaigns, you know, by leading brands that you have observed that, you know, they do a good job or something you have experienced at Google that you can talk about, you know, and what was special about that made that campaign more successful? Well, I don't know why, but I like campaigns that have direct mail as one of the touches. Mm. Maybe it's because every other channel is oversaturated at this point. <laughs> 
<laughs> and as a marketer, I respond well to direct mail because I, I guess I don't get that much or at least not paper type direct mail. I think the um, more personalized touches in that channel actually work pretty well. But some of the campaigns that come to mind, I've received the books. I really like that. And I don't remember who the companies were. They send you a book, essentially, related to marketing or was it just yeah. in general? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was related to marketing. It was very relevant to what I was actually thinking and potentially researching. So, you know, guessing comes from my intense signal data. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then field marketing complaints that people do, like DemandBase, I think, did a pretty good job where they invited me to an event that was a small roundtable and it. I get invited to events a lot, but when it's an event that has other stakeholders or people I know from the industry, from just being in the space for a while, if I see that they're already going and registered, it makes me want to go. And I'm sure mm. it's a trick too, because it could be saying things like, oh, people like this person and that person from this company is going, or this person has registered already. And it makes me think like, oh, they're going. I must be missing out if I don't, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's very interesting. I think the last company that did that was Bambora, invited me to their event. Mm, very interesting. Well, Masha, I think when you're having fun, time time flies by. So thank you so much for taking time and participating in our show, Sunnyside Up. If people want to get in touch with you or if, you have, if they have any questions or if they want to ask you any questions related to ABM or marketing in general, what's the best mm -hmm. way to get in touch with you? Either LinkedIn, and it's just Masha Finkelstein on LinkedIn, or Twitter, Masha3003. Okay, fantastic. Well, we loved uh, some of the tips that you shared, and I think we personally might use uh, some of this here at Demand Matrix, but uh, it would be great to have you back again soon. And until then, have a sunny day. You too. Thank you. Thanks, Masha. Thank you.